Welcome gentlemen, it's Ask The Natural Time with The Shaman. It's been a while since I've been on YouTube with a fresh video, so I've got a lot to unload on you guys. Uh, so I hope you're ready. Uh, essentially what I've been doing is I've been looking through a lot of questions that guys have been giving. And there's a lot of technical stuff, you know, how do I stand and how do I deal with this kind of situation and what, like, how do I be better with women in this context and what should I do in this way. And I, I could address those things on the specific levels, but at the same time, I don't think that's really answering the question that's being asked. Uh, so, so I wanted to kind of reframe what I'm talking about here today into a bigger question, which is really the question that I think you guys are asking, which you don't even know that you're asking, so I'm going to answer that question. And that question is how do I authentically be myself and how do I become what I really want to be in the process? So I'm going to go meta, I'm going to go the big level. Uh, because if we don't understand, you know, a larger understanding of the context of what we're doing, then we get trapped. So I'm going to define exactly what that means as we go. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So talking about how do we become more authentic? How do we get integrated into what it is that we would like to become? This is a really big question because all of us want something, right? We want to be healthy, we want to be happy, we want to be powerful, we want to be sexy, we want to be all these good things that we've learnt that we should be. And some of those things that we've learnt we should be are actually true. I mean, obviously it's an important thing to be healthy, it's an important thing to be happy, it's an important thing to be somebody that is feeling pretty good about themselves. And one of the things that is the most important of all the things that we want is to be ourself. And that's a cliche, we hear people say that, just be yourself and that's a, an easy throwaway, but there is some truth to that. But we need to create some context. We need to create some definition. We need to create a larger conversation, which is really what this Ask the Naturals is gonna be all about. So when we think about this idea of, I wanna be myself, I wanna be authentic, I wanna, I wanna feel changes, and that might be from very technical levels of like, I just wanna be more confident when I, when I talk to women, or I wanna be able to express my sexual intent more clearly, or I want to be able to go for the women that I desire. Or maybe it's in other areas. Maybe you want to feel more comfortable in your ability to go for the career that you want or to start a project that you've been hesitating on or to feel more confident in your social circle or to be somebody that's able to command a room in a business meeting. All of these things come down to being able to feel aligned and powerful inside of yourself. So there's a lot of layers to how we can become ourselves. And in one of the, the, the most important things to recognize is that we first of all, need to start to get honest. We need to start to get real. We need to start to get into what we actually are because the reality of being a human being is that we have a perception. Now that perception has certain principles that it operates on. So for example, we, we pay attention to what we focus on. Right now, hopefully you're focusing on me and then by focusing on me, you're receiving this information. We create internal meanings, internal representations, visions, pictures, ideas, stuff that's going on inside our heads that lets us know what we're focusing on. Uh, we also have a body. So we have a body with feeling and a nervous system. Now this is an incredibly important point because so many times I come up against the question of like, oh, I know what I should do or I've tried that but it doesn't work because I don't feel it. So it comes back to one of, if not the most powerful level of 
change that most people really desire is feeling. You know, we want to feel good. We want to feel powerful. We want to feel confident. We want to feel sexy. We want to feel because feeling is a very deep primal level of experience. It's one of the most original things that we have in our bodies. And it also relates to very deep primal parts of the brain that are very strong in our influence uh, or influence over us, I should say. So feeling goes back to primal brain responses. Now, creating an ability to be able to change your experience, to be able to shift your identity, to be able to shift your personality, to be able to create new habits, new behaviors, and ultimately to be able to create a new experience of reality begins with understanding what's going on, who you are. And one of the most powerful ways to do that is to start to get more present with where you are, to become more real with what's going on. Now that can be difficult because we are so programmed with our past conditioning. We are so programmed with our thoughts and our feelings and our identities, which I'm gonna go into later. And that creates a kind of a space of interference, a series of filters that interfere with your ability to be able to be yourself. You know, because it's, it's not that you have a problem with being yourself as much as you have a problem with interference from other versions of yourself that are not the self that you would like to have. Uh, or interference from other people's perceptions, seeing you as not the kind of person that you would like to be. So that creates sort of challenges and issues. So first of all, we need to get present with what is and start to work with what is. Start to recognize that you have a nervous system, you have a perception, and whether you like it or not, your position, let's say, your orientation, which is a very powerful word to understand, your orientation, who you are, where you are, where you're going, is very much defined by the context of what you see, what you feel, what you believe about reality. So what is the context from which you are operating? This is such a key, deep, powerful thing that I help guys to understand and recognize within themselves. What are the primary assumptions that you're operating from? What are the key underlying worldviews that you're assuming, which you are then creating your identity from. Because a huge part of this process of transformation, you know, becoming a, a romantic adventurer, becoming a spiritual warrior, becoming a whole man, becoming a liberated man, is to be able to make these powerful shifts in identity and to, to create this larger worldview. And that starts with recognizing, first of all, that you are connected with something larger than yourself. You are connected with a larger context. Because if your context, for example, is that I'm a guy who is coming from a painful past and I've got these things in my life that I don't have and therefore I need to go and get stuff to make me feel better. Therefore, I am somebody that wishes I was in a different position. I'm somebody that wishes I had a different kind of place in the world. Okay, that might be true. Maybe I wanna make more money. Maybe I wanna have better, love life. Maybe I want to have more success in projects that I'm creating or more mastery in a certain level of life that I would like to express. But if I'm coming from that, that context, then my identity expresses itself in a way that is insecure. My identity expresses itself in a way that is coming from lack. It's coming from separation. It's coming from fear. Now, in practical terms, what that means is if I'm going out trying to pick up girls with the idea in my head that I'm a guy who's not good with girls and I need to try and use some tactics, some techniques, some sort of identity to be able to get those girls, then I'm creating a sense of separation between myself, my true self, and the experience that's going on. So the first key here is context. What's the context from which you're coming from that's going to allow you 
to be yourself. It's going to allow you to step into who you really want to be. Context is key across multiple domains. Context is also the thing that's going to get you laid with more women. You know why? Because you've got to create the context where women want to have sex with you. You have to become the kind of guy where there's a context where that's going to be possible. And that's a big part of what we're talking about here as well. So what is the context? I'll tell you what the context is. The biggest context that you can come from, the truest context you can come from, is the moment, is you, is reality as it is. Now that's a very big thing because we're so used to being hypnotized into how we think things are, how we think we are, how we th what we assume reality is, that we can't even experience what that is. So it takes training. You need to train yourself. That's exactly what inner game is all about in its true form, in my opinion. That's what I teach. That's what I coach. That's why people come to see me to do one-on-ones. That's why people come to our workshops to work with me to get a new context of being able to operate within their identity. And that begins with understanding, okay, this is what's happening this larger context of reality. And within this, there's something bigger happening than what I assume. There's something bigger happening than my thoughts and my feelings. Now that's a very big frame. The problem with that big context is that it doesn't mean anything. Because if I say everything is everything and it's all just one, that sounds great, but what does that mean in functional terms? How do you actually then apply that to be able to feel better in yourself, to be able to go out and meet women, to be able to have more success inside your life, to get results, which is what everybody wants? Well, we don't get direct results by being in contact with what is. But what we do get, though, is a larger sense of connection to something that helps us to be resourceful. And when we feel resourceful, which remember, nervous system feeling is the primary thing that we're looking for, when we feel resourceful, we have more permission to create, to choose, to do things. So this creates a very important shift in identity, a very important shift in paradigm, a very important shift in who you are that allows you to start to become somebody that is realizing, I can change, I can be something that I really want to be. And not just from a perspective of looking at it from the outside as if you're trying to like mentally construct an image of yourself, which is what a lot of guys are doing. You'd like, you're imagining, oh, I want to be a cool, confident guy. You know, you watch stuff and you think, oh, I want to be like that or I want to be like this. And you create these images inside your head and then you feel bad that your expectations don't meet that reality. So that doesn't work. So we need to do some expectation management. And when you shift your expectations to be what you are, to be in what is, okay, that starts to create a different foundation from which to operate. So, Let's get practical with that too, okay? So here we are, you're in the moment, you're experiencing what you are. First thing is, can you accept that you are what you are? You are who you are. And that doesn't mean that you're limited in that. That doesn't mean you don't change from that. That doesn't mean that nothing's possible from that place. But what that does mean is that you can start from where you are. That's a good place to start. You know, because imagine you're trying to play a video game and you're already like disappointed that you're not at the end of the game. You're not gonna be able to play the game. You have to start where you are. You have to be the player in the moment and you have to pick up the controls and you have to start to realize, okay, this is where I am, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? So we start with where we are and then we start moving. So what are you moving towards? Well, I'm guessing, as most guys are, you're moving towards trying to feel more confident. You're moving towards trying to feel more powerful. You're moving towards trying to have more success inside your life, whatever that is for you. Maybe you want to be more artistic. Maybe you want to be more financially successful. Maybe you want to be more sexually abundant. Maybe you want to feel like you're more of a boss in your life. That's all desires that are arising out of wanting to improve yourself, wanting to be more of what it is you want. And if you pay attention, all of those desires, all of those things that you're wanting based on being resourceful, feeling resourceful, and then being able to take resourceful actions, being able to walk up to a woman and say, hi, I seen you and I just wanted to come and say whatever, or excuse me, you are whatever, 
takes resources. You have to come from a place of resourcefulness. So if that's what we want in practical terms, confidence, expression, ability to be ourselves, okay, then we have to start with part of the new context is realizing there's a short game and there's a long game. The short game of where you are is what are you doing in this moment that you can help yourself to be able to change, to help yourself to be able to feel fulfilled, to help yourself to be able to feel alive. Now, what I can do in the moment, for example, is I can start to appreciate things. I can start to pay attention to what's actually happening. Because, for example, right now I'm walking around the park. I could be in like hunter mode of like, oh, I've got to go and find hot chicks. I've got to go and get something. I've got to, you know, get somewhere so that I can be satisfied. Uh, or even if maybe I want to go and do a workout or something and I'm like, I want to go and do the workout so that I can get strong, so I can be the guy who has the body or be the guy who has the power. So then I'm creating this kind of like image in my head of where I should be, which takes me away from what is. I'm not appreciating the trees. I'm not appreciating the air. I'm not appreciating the cute little dogs across the river. I'm not appreciating being present, even here with my cameraman, for example. So I miss all this rich reality that's going on because I'm somewhere else, trying to be something else. And that's based on, you know, who I think I should be, yet again which is often based on the conditioning that I've received, the hypnosis that affects me, the things that are coming into my mind. So the first thing is I want to get present with what is. I want to start to appreciate what is, appreciate my senses, appreciate the way that I feel, appreciate the incoming experience, not based on good and bad that comes from my ideology, but just based on raw experience. Then what can start to happen is I can start to feel more comfortable inside myself because I choose to. I can start to feel more comfortable inside myself because I'm training myself to be more comfortable. So in the short term of this work, let's say of actualization, of, of liberation, you can do lots of little things. Like I can be aware, where is my focus right now? Am I focused on not positive things or positive things? Right now my focus is on my chest, feeling open, feeling relaxed. My focus is on transmitting information to you so that you can receive the best possible change from what I'm trying to express here. So, and that comes with feeling. So I'm feeling what, what do I need to feel inside my body to be able to express that to you so that you can have as much as possible a genuine interaction with me, even though we're having a sort of digital experience. So that starts to create yet again, a context of me feeling like, cool, I have a purpose, I have a goal. And that's ultimately coming from what is. Because what is, is this amazing big vast moment, which is a mystery. I don't know what that is. It's just happening. It's beautiful. It's a mystery. It's unfolding. But within that, large mystery is the small details of like, okay, I've got to make sure I put my feet in front of each other. I've got to make sure that I keep saying the words and paying attention and being relaxed. And I'm, so I'm paying attention to what needs to happen next. So this is the same thing for you guys out in the field. What do you need to pay attention to to make yourself more effective? Do you pay attention to feeling relaxed in your body or do you pay attention to feeling anxious in your body? Do you pay attention to how you could create an amazing boy meets girl moment that blows her away and makes her feel good? Or do you focus on she's going to reject you and you're not going to know what to say and it's going to be awkward and this is going to, remember, this is going to remind you of all the uncomfortable feelings that you don't want to feel? You know, are you able to create a sense of an outcome that is meaningful to you? Or are you aimlessly just walking around trying to replicate something that you've seen somebody else do but you don't even know why you're really doing it? These are all things to be very aware of in the moment, you can change things. So set yourself a positive outcome, for example. Notice how to feel relaxed in the body. Start to create a context where it's possible to be able to do the things you want to do. I'm giving you gold here, gentlemen. This is absolute gold, so practice this. Do it, it's gonna help you a lot. Now there's a lot more details to that, but what I've given you is already enough to start to work with. The next thing, after, 
you have started to work with the moment is recognizing that you're also working with a larger process. This is a process. Transformation is a process. Changing your personality is a process. Becoming a whole powerful, masterful man is a process. You were not born a mature man. And guess what? Many men are not mature as well. There's plenty of old men that are basically little boys in an old man's body because they're not mature. They never developed maturity. They never developed a mature mindset or a mature understanding of things. And in the past, and I shouldn't even say in the past because it's not just in the past, but there are teachings that are available that begin with recognizing that the world is basically a good place. Everything's basically good. Everything's full of richness and possibility. And we can start to acknowledge and appreciate. We can acknowledge and appreciate the world around us. You know, the air, the water, the sun, the earth, you know, the different experiences that are going on, the people, the music. I mean, everything around us is having an influence. It's helping us. And if we choose to be part of that, to appreciate that, then we can start to become part of that larger process, which brings me to the important point that in the, in the process, it's the long game. So the short game is you being here now, focusing on what you can focus on to create something different from the context of what's really going on. The long game is recognizing you're part of a larger cycle of experience, of unfolding creation, and it's, it's doing something amazing. And you can be part of that larger whole. And yet again, this is a very big, amazing thing to start to think about. This can open your mind to a completely different context, a completely different set of feelings and language and understanding and realities that are right in front of your eyes, but you often don't pay attention to because we're so often stuck in what we think we should be doing and how society tells us to live. Uh, so it's a huge thing that like one of your biggest enemies, in my opinion, is the neurotic mind. It's not to say that your mind is the enemy, it's not to say that you don't need a mind, but having a mind that is constantly pulling things apart and analyzing and constantly trying to work things out stops you from having a direct experience with what is. It's like I'm walking in the park right now and I can appreciate the moment, I can feel it, and in those moments of appreciating and feeling, in these moments of connecting with what is, I can't talk. When I talk, I have to come out of it because I have to think. I have to create a secondary reality that's on top of actual reality to represent what's actually happening. And the problem that we experience oftentimes is we get trapped in these representations of reality, templates of the mind. And one of the most common things that we do is these templates of the mind, these ways of looking at reality, come from ideology. They come from the programming that we've received from the world around us. Which brings me to the final important point that I'm gonna unroll here in this Ask the Naturals. It's a big one, huh? Giving you lots of stuff here. It's like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Uh, so I hope this is hitting home. The most important thing that I want you guys to, to recognize on top of this is that we live in a world of different identities, different worldviews, ideologies, and we need ideologies. We need identities because they give us a relative position to operate from. They answer the really important question, who am I? How does this work? Well, I better get an identity. I better start to build an ideology, you know? And that's what people do. That's why people believe in religions. That's why people take on political positions. That's why people start to like become obsessed with certain philosophies and techniques because they're trying to fill the void of knowing who am I and how does this work? And sometimes those strategies, let's say, those mindsets, those techniques of understanding reality work. And if they work, excellent. You found yourself an actual technology. You found yourself an actual worldview, which is useful for you, that will help you to be more effective. That's what we're really looking for, in my opinion. 
But sometimes those worldviews, those ideologies are not helpful. They're actually based on something that somebody told us and we assume that it's true and therefore we get trapped in that assumption. So once again, that's a very general thing to say. So let's bring it into practicals. Guys come to learn pickup, for example, because they want to learn what it is to be a sexy guy, a successful guy. And obviously this is a big world these days. I mean, there's a million dating coaches out there these days. Everybody wants to be a fucking dating coach. Okay, cool. But what is that about? A lot of them are coming from the idea that if they just represent that identity, if they can be somebody that is, you know, looking like a successful dating coach, then they get to experience the benefits of that. But a lot of these guys, not all of them, but a lot of these guys are just mimicking what they've seen in other places. They don't have any real genuine, authentic understanding of what they're doing other than playing out the role play of cold approaching women and then trying to prove that to the world. So I would say that's an ideology. Just it's like they're part of the pickup religion. And that can be a limit. That can be something that becomes a trap. It's an identity trap if you don't realize that it's actually happening. So you've got to realize that even though using pickup technology is amazing if you know how to use it, if you know how to put it together in your life that becomes more effective, then you can benefit yourself. You can become somebody that is bringing good things to the world. You can have great connections with women. You can build good things out of that. But if it's coming from a sense of emptiness, if it's coming from a sense of lack, insecurity, misunderstanding, if it's coming from a, an inability to feel comfortable with yourself, then it's just gonna be a band-aid. It's just gonna be a strategy to try and run away from reality. And the same thing goes for red pill, for example. So red pill's another common philosophy that a lot of guys are into these days. Taking on a position of, of pulling apart female psychology, of pulling apart the, 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 you know, the war on masculinity. I'm not saying that that stuff's not important. I'm not saying that some of those things aren't true. But when people become obsessed with that as their identity, they start to take on the mask of like, I'm a red pill guy. I believe in red pill. It's another religion. It's another trap. And then before they know it, they're, they're stopping themselves from actually experiencing reality because they have to look at the world through the red pill filter as if everything has to conform to that reality. And in its extreme form, that can mean black pill. People starting to become obsessed with nihilism and deconstructing everything and like not believing in anything anymore. So that's not a very positive place to come from either. And that's a very dangerous ideology because then you start to become nihilistic and empty. You start to have a sense of like, grief and shame about your existence because you can't find an answer that is satisfying to this question. Who am I and how does this work? And once again, this goes for, you know, left-wing beliefs, right-wing beliefs, religious beliefs, whatever. All these different beliefs are just constructs. They're just means to an end. And once again, we need to acknowledge their purpose, you know, like an application on your phone, an application on your computer. That's a useful thing. But if that was the only thing that you could experience on your piece of technology, it would be annoying, you know? Imagine if every time you picked up your phone, you just had to look at Instagram because that's, you became obsessed with it. And that's probably what a lot of people are actually doing. So recognizing that there's more to the world than what you think. There's more to the world than these frames of ideologies. So that brings up this point of like, well, yet again, like, well, what, what do I do then? How do I be able to deal with this? Well, you need to create a flexible ideology a dynamic ideology, an ideology that's connected to the truth, an open-ended ideology, an ideology that can take in different beliefs, different perspectives, and start to see, this is cool, this is useful, I can allow this to be something that I, I work with because it might help me, or it does work, and this is not useful because I can see how that's not really part of what is functional. So you have to start to become aware about your thinking, about your feeling, about what's going on, to create functional 
ideologies. And that's a huge thing that I really want to promote inside of your mind. It's a real huge thing that I really want to promote inside of the world, really, is what I would call white pill. So I've got my own trademark ideology now. Now, what is that? It's about taking on a holistic perspective, a perspective of dynamic, emergent truth, a perspective of understanding multiple different perspectives, multiple viewpoints, and to be able to acknowledge and realize that the world comes from different contexts, that there are multiple contexts that are arising within a larger context. And those sub-contexts, let's call them, have different value systems, different ideologies, different beliefs. So if I'm walking around the world, I need to acknowledge that. If I want to be a king, I need to acknowledge that there's a lot of people going in my kingdom. I need to acknowledge that my kingdom is big, you know, that the world is big, it's multidimensional, and I have to acknowledge all the different levels because that's what a king has to do. You know, he has to understand the world from a higher perspective. And part of that's recognizing there's people in the world that don't like me. There's people in the world that do like me. There's people in the world that are going to challenge me. There's people in the world that are going to support me. There's evil people in the world. There's friendly people in the world. You know, there's bitches and there's beautiful women. There's all these different things that are happening. It's okay. It's all part of the game. Can I accept that? Can I be with that? Can I be present with that? So that creates a, a very important understanding that if you can see this and you can work with this, it will start to break you out of ideological possession more and more. You will start to awaken from this trap that so many people are caught up in these days, which is becoming obsessed with ideas, becoming obsessed with ideologies, becoming obsessed with philosophies and frames of reality. And because of things like you know, YouTube, which you're probably watching me on right now, people have access to huge amounts of information, but it's so confusing because there's all this data coming in. And oftentimes, there's not enough real-world engagement going on. People are so busy being interfacing with their digital technology with you know, their version of what I would call like hyper-reality, it's not reality anymore. They're trapped in a different reality. And it's a simulation. They're trapped in an ideas world. So we need to get you back into your body if you want to change. So what does that mean, get out into the world? It means start to talk to people on a real level. It starts to, it means start to engage the nervous system with actual experience. Because there is nothing, there is nothing that's going to replace actual experience. Uh, so if you guys are interested in these ideas, this is the kind of stuff that I'm working with a lot these days and I'm unraveling this in new ways. And ultimately, this is an unfolding conversation between all of us because we're talking about reality here. We're talking about what do we want to create because you are a creator. We are creators. It's one of the biggest, most beautiful things that we can be as human beings. And we have a huge opportunity to be able to understand what that means. And if you want to change yourself, it starts with defining yourself as a creator in relationship with larger creation. You have the ability to perceive. You have the ability to work with ideologies. You have all these different things going on inside you, the short game, the long game, the ability to be able to move in the world in new and creative ways. And that's exactly what I'd like to help you to do. So if you would like to find out more about this, you can email me, shadethenaturallifestyles.com, ask me some questions. I'll address them in future videos, which there's going to be a lot more of. And also... Let me know if you'd like to do some training with me personally or with the group because we've got all the great training that we do. I also have some great personal projects that you can find out about as well. So I'm going to say farewell. I love you. I wish you the best. Make all your dreams come true. And keep kicking ash, boys. Keep kicking ash. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.